Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi everybody, welcome back to the shift. This week's guest is Leah Bonema. She's absolutely hysterical, amazing comedian here in New York City. So it was so great to get her on the podcast. Um, she spoke about her long-term 14-year relationship, why it's a healthy, successful relationship. So it was so great to hear her stories. And she also just wrote a book, a Christmas book. Um, and she talks about that as well. So yeah, have a listen. Um, I'm excited for you guys to listen to the episode. And I'll talk to you at the end. Okay, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having me. This is great. I wanted to have you for ages because I love all your stories on stage about your uh, long-term relationship. <laughs> I appreciate that. Can you do me a favor? Can you pronounce your last name? I know it's Leah, but is it Leah bon- Bonema? Is that how you say yeah, it? Yeah, you nailed oh, great. it. Nailed great. It. And so you just, wrote, you just wrote a book. We'll just fire straight into it. Jump right in there. Sorry, what's it called? It's called The Holiday Breakdown. And it's about a, a, a rom Is it a romance or a rom-com? Yeah, it's a romance. Do you ever watch the Hallmark Christmas movies? No, not really. Okay, I am such a sucker for them. I also love, like, Netflix now has started doing them where it's like, you know, they sort of have a very girl in the city, uh, has to move home to take over the family business. You know what I mean? Um, so I kind of, when we were in lockdown, I started watching Christmas movies cause I was like losing my mind. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to write one of my own. <laughs> I love this. I do love, like, I just watched happiest season. So that's kind of like that. Is it where they, she has to go to the, to her partner's house and it's all like a bit mental. Yeah. That I haven't watched that yet. That's on Hulu, right? Yeah. I guess it's kind of like what you're saying a little bit. Yeah. That's on my list of what to watch next. I have like two more for this season. So they're very like benign. You know what I mean? There's just like a big kiss at the end. It's not like a, um, but I really enjoyed writing it. And I made it like, she talks about like, what is this? A Christmas romance? Like it's supposed to be a comedy, you know? So she's very self-aware, this young, lovely lady. That sounds amazing. I can't wait to read it. I, I was so scary just like publishing something, you know, like I've never written a book. <laughs> I know. I think that's so great, especially because the amount of people who wanted to probably write a book in lockdown and then uh, in 2021, it's like, oh, I never wrote a book. I just watched like all of the Netflix. So you actually did it. Well, I think I was like, you know, I was in that place where like I couldn't sleep and I just had like chronic anxiety and I just needed to do something. 
that was like I lit a Christmas candle, like the smell of like a, a Christmas tree. And it's just like, you know, like a happy. And I was so I would just like lose myself in it. I would wake up and when I couldn't sleep, I would write. And when I like I would watch the news and I would get too nervous, I would write. So it was like an escape, you know. That's amazing. I think like as well, a lot of it is just doing it. Like I always have these great ideas to write a book, but that thought of sitting down and doing it makes me feel so overwhelmed that I'm like, I'm just going to go outside and walk into the street. <laughs> well, this was, this was great because I couldn't go outside. Oh, right. Yes. So. <laughs> I also always wanted to have a romance where the woman, um, you know, is invested in her job and oftentimes in these romances like she'll be invested and she kind of has to like change her way she's too worky yeah. and I didn't want it to be like that I wanted her to be like this is my career and you can fit into it or not so that's great I, I wanted to have that happen I love that that's brilliant <laughs> that's like a huge fear of us dreamers <laughs> right? female, female dreamers yeah yeah is that like a bit like reflective of you because you've always like put because you're in a long-term relationship but obviously you are a very successful comedian as well so it didn't Thank really you. affect what you do do you know what I mean I feel like I I uh well thank you it was a very kind thing to say and <laughs> <It's true. laughs> I I definitely feel like I found a relationship where I get to focus on what I need to do when I need to do it were you how long have you been in your relationship 14 years Jesus Christ yeah so it's you know my whole adult life um I do feel like a lot of times and maybe it's changing but I think often women end up giving because you know relationships take work and not in a negative way but that it's often women who are like I'll give up some of my time um, and then they don't end up focusing on themselves or, and I feel um, like I, I'm in a relationship where I don't do that. Yeah, that's amazing. And do you, but is it because you were, you would be willing not to do it or also because there, you met someone who doesn't have that expectation? I think both. Like yeah. I, it works because he doesn't have that expectation. Um, like writing this book, you know, I would not talk for days and then he'd be like do you want to eat and I'd be like I'll just eat condiments unless you want to make something because I am focusing you know what I mean and I, it's somebody who just is like okay do you it's perfect do what you gotta do I think that's great as well what you said about like you're not willing because I find that hard when I'm dating someone is I love I I and it's not them it's not their fault I, but I do feel a little resentment afterwards but I give too much and then I'm like trying to do my thing and I'm trying to like be there, like invested in them. So it's good that you're able to set boundaries, if that makes sense. I, I have a lot of trouble with setting, like I worry about people and oh, okay. I think about their things. But um, so I think you have to find somebody who also wants to invest back in you because no matter what, you're going to invest in you know, your partner if it's a, yes. somebody you love. But it's finding somebody who then gives that amount back so you're not at a depletion. Yeah, that's so true. I, I dated a person who I would give so much and they said they didn't want to. They were worried about being in a serious relationship because they didn't want to compromise and give too much. But when they said that, I was like, oh, shit, I've been giving this whole time. Actually, you're right. Right. <laughs> I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. You got to find somebody who gives the same amount back. And then also somebody who you can be like, hey, I'm doing two weeks where I need to focus on myself. And then it doesn't become a problem. Yes. 
well that's a security and but also it has to be when you're saying that it has to be a person who communicates I need two weeks by myself it has nothing to do with you I just I need to do this and then the other person has to be secure enough to go okay it has nothing to do with me they're just doing their thing yeah so I think it's that trust and also that takes a while like when he and I first started dating and we moved in together I need time alone it just like resets my mood and I think in the beginning there was like a where he would be like oh did I do something or is it like and I was like if this has nothing to do with you and I will be a more fun person to hang out with when I get this time alone you know so it's like learning each other and being and being able to be like you said communicative and with each other yeah and um you guys moved in quite quickly right which is amazing that you're still together 14 years later so we moved in right away (laughs) how long were you dating when you moved in I don't know, like two weeks. Oh my God. Okay. When I thought, I remember when we went and I like, you were headlining and I was doing a spot on that show. And I remember you saying it was soon, but in my head, I've edited that to like five months. No, no, no. It was like right away. Oh my God. That's so like, because that's usually would be against everybody's advice. And look at you guys 14 years later. So how did that happen that he moved in two weeks? I think, oh, and to add something you said earlier, or I said, like, obviously I don't ignore my relationship. Um, I just, when I need to not, you know, when I need to be like, I need to do this thing right now. Yeah. It doesn't become an issue. Yeah. That's, I, I obviously put time in. I'm not a, of course. you know. Yeah, of course. Obviously <laughs> you're still successfully together over a decade later. Um, I- so he went away for a while and then when he came back he had like a big suitcase because he'd been gone for so long and he came over to visit and then he just never left (laughs) (laughs) so you lived together before you had said i love you i'm guessing um yep 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 wow that's so it's that's completely not the usual path (laughs) <laughs> Not at all. We also had like a lot of garbage happen to us, like right at the beginning. So I think it was like a sink or swim. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we sort of got through all of those. Like my mom was in a car crash. I think I told you. And this was like towards the beginning of our relationship. And she was in a coma for a long time. And we had to go stay in the hospital. And he would like sleep with me on the hospital floor. Um, and then, um, he got sober, you know, we dealt with all of these like life issues up top. So I feel like the, we have in common the things that people have to have in common. Like you can be different and and have different opinions, but like, I believe the, the, how you feel about showing up for each other, um, has to be the same you know, like depending on how you depend on the other person, like that you have to have that in common. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with you. Right before we did this, I was just reading, like they, they're starting to put the statistics of why this spikes. Like obviously the people know that lockdown is so bad, but why there was such a spike in, in divorce rates or breakups. But um, they were saying that it's the lockdown was the first time people or relationships had to go through something traumatic together. So for you guys, you had to do a lot of that at the start and you got through it. So that's amazing. Yeah, I think we had our we also like because of 
comedy and I don't have a lot of extra energy for arguing or drama. You know what I mean? I just can't. I know. I completely, this is so funny that you're saying that because I completely agree with you. Like I don't, I've, I've thought about this a lot, like for certain people or friends who like, like drama. I'm like, just go play tennis, get a hobby, something (laughs) like because the the last guy I was seeing we we ended and we had a we had a conversation about it but he said one of his issues with me was that I didn't get angry enough but I would say hey this makes me uncomfortable can you just not do it and that's kind of like I don't have the energy I don't have I don't have the brain space I don't have the, I think but for him he needs like the drop the ang- like to sh- to show that it's a real issue and I I just like you for doing comedy I I just don't have the it doesn't it doesn't even connect in my brain to be like ah anger anger. (laughs) but I love that that you would say hey can you not do that very calmly that seems like the healthy you know what I mean yeah but he didn't take it seriously because he was like oh you just would say it so nicely I just thought I just didn't it didn't register as like a a bad (laughs) thing I'd be like can you please stop talking about (laughs) because he would like talk about his ex all the time and I don't mind that if it's something you need to talk about it but it was getting to the point where he was comparing us and I'd be like look I think it's really unhealthy like I think you need to leave it in the past and then when we broke up I was like yeah you like you know you, you just wouldn't stop talking about your ex and he was like I didn't even realize you should have shouted at me and been like shut the fuck up and I was like I would be very nice and say can you please stop talking about no so, I like the way you handle that I also I don't want to have cursing in my relationship yeah you know what I mean it's like the world is hard and outside people yell and I need it to be a place where I'm also, I'm, I'll, I'm not, I don't hold grudges in my relationship. I feel like you can't do that and move on. But like, if somebody cursed me out, I don't think I could get over it. I, I could neither. Like, I mean, you know, even like if you're working for a boss and they curse you out, like it really affects me. And I'm like, I have to Thank really you. kind of forget about it when I go in. Like I find even, yeah, if a boss gets mad at me for no reason, I'm like, yeah, so I couldn't deal with that in my in my relationship too. I, I agree with you. And I think some people do equate like the drama maybe. <laughs> Sorry. No worries. The, maybe like the drama with someone like someone's level of interest like the more they get angry or so I don't know or also just people not having a good outlet for their anger so they get angry at the person closest to them which is like so bad again go like play a a physical sport yeah I totally agree with you anyway it's great that's so you guys have never you guys are really obviously really good at communicating then which is obviously key you're together so long so this is great advice for people yeah I think we we are not um like I'll also I think he's probably actually the better communicator than me so he'll be like I I'm going to say this out loud and then decide whether or not I agree with what I just said <laughs> I feel like when I first got into this relationship I wasn't very good at being like I need this right now and if I don't have this I'm gonna hold it I'm gonna feel bad feelings about you. You know what I mean? I feel like I wasn't good at being direct about it. Yes. Um, And then he was better at that than me and was just like, just tell me. And then so I got, and so I do think that he initiated that because I don't think I came to the relationship equipped with expressing what I needed because I felt guilty. Yes. Which is just like how I think how people are raised or whatever. So I, so I got much better at being like, I need this right now or, and then you don't, you don't think about it. It doesn't be, it isn't in your head. Like, why is this happening? Cause you said it and you have given the person the opportunity to fix it. 
Yeah, it's it's brilliant. I think, you know, it comes down to those things of like, I don't, you know, people don't read your mind. Um, and yeah, I think that's the best way. Directness is the best way. And and then a lot of things are not, some things I, I, I'll be like, I'm just in a shitty mood. You know what I mean? I'm just irritated. I, I'm irritable. I don't think this thing is a thing and I'm going to wait 24 hours because it's probably not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I, I don't journal, but I've heard a lot of people saying like, I write in my notes app though. So if something <laughs> annoys me, I'll write it in my notes app. And if it's still bothering me a day later, but that's, I'm not, that's usually I'm not living with the person. It's different when you're living with them to be able, I'll be like, hold on, my issue is in my notes app. Give me 24 <laughs> hours. <laughs> also, a lot of times people are just sort of being, they have to do something for themselves and I'll be like, okay, this is something that he's dealing with. I don't have to take it personally. I also don't have to involve myself. You know, yeah. I can just go for a walk. Yeah, no, exactly. How did the, how did you guys find the lockdown? I guess, was it easier? Was it like, not easier, but because you already lived together for so long or did you find any extra stresses? Um, I think I felt very grateful to have somebody with me in lockdown. Um, I'm also, you know, I'm, I've always been a bit of a hypochondriac. So like I was already always hand sanitizing, you know, washing my hands. So, you know, when you're already like an anxious person, you're like, oh, now everybody else is anxious. So now I just feel, (laughs) I don't feel so out of place. Um, You felt more normal. I always worried that people who like kind of identified like let's say like a lot of people like few of my friends would be kind of would suffer with anxiety or be like really sad and I felt like they felt very out of place with the pandemic because they were like oh no everybody feels like this now (laughs) whereas that's good that you felt more like uh the same if that makes sense yeah I felt the same I've always been sort of like an existential crisis person (laughs) like I'm constantly like the end of the world so now I was just like oh I called this yeah Um, (laughs) I felt like that with my savings because I was like definitely working way too much than I had to and I was always saving for something and then when the pandemic happened I was like oh this is it this is what all my savings were for (laughs) good for you because I was not and I was like (laughs) It is rough when you find out that you can only not work for so long and then you're out on your ass, you know? I know. It's hard. I know it is. But yeah, anyway, God, life. 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 You know, I, I, when we're in the pandemic, I felt very grateful that like I had an apartment where I felt safe, you know what I mean? And that I could just stay in there yeah. while like all of the healthcare workers work their asses off, you know what I mean? So I was like, I felt like I had a job and my job was to stay inside. That was like what we were supposed to do. So I was like, okay, I can follow these rules. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's great. That's great. And it's great that you two were able to get it, get through it together. And that, cause there, look, there might be another lockdown, who knows? So would you have any advice for people who were like, Ireland's coming out of a lockdown now, but who knows? Like if we do, would you have any advice for couples going back into a lockdown? Um, I think that some couples, and this is just me talking on my ass, but I've listened to some of my friends. They're different. Like some couples, there's one person who like is like, oh, let's get busy. Let's use this time to put up shelves. And the other person is like, can we just have a, I need to have like a mental crash. Yeah. So I think, a, I think the trick is to do what you have to do and let the other person do what they have to do. To yeah because it's hard on everybody and everybody deals with things very differently. 
being able to understand what the other person needs I even feel, feel like that with roommates like me and my roommate just understanding that what she needed and what I needed in our because we were on top of each other and she was working from home and you know and then I was trying to do podcasts in the room so I'd need quiet and then she's on the phone so she needs to be loud so just having to like communicate that to each other but yeah yeah it's the same exact thing it's communicating with somebody in a small space yeah and it's fucking small small spaces can I um this is like a sidestep but it was a question I wanted to ask you you know what your partner so I've been thinking about this you know that saying you know when you know people always say that to me which annoys me because I've known like a million times um and then three months later I'm like oops (laughs) I know nothing (laughs) but did you feel like that with your partner that you kind of just like knew yeah I felt like that exactly was it straight away um I mean it was like you know there's that infatuation that you feel when you meet people and you're like oh you know and it's very superficial and fun and then Something about it was just easy. You know what I mean? And I think that was the sort of, you know, when you know. Like, I didn't have to. In my last relationship, um, I don't want to have to. And I feel like this is another thing that women have been forced into, which I hate. I feel like somehow we have to be like the rule maker or like the person who's like, hey, um, like like a prison guard who's like, you know what I mean? And I don't, I am not going to be that you mm-hmm. do whatever you want. And so I'll, I'll like trust somebody a hundred percent at what they say and you do your thing and you see me when you want to see me. But if then it goes wrong, I'm not gonna fight about it. It's just not going to work. You know what I mean? Because I can't, I don't mm-hmm. want to have to feel insecure about where I felt that as a teenager, you know what I mean? I don't want to feel that anymore. Um, and I felt like with him, I never felt that like, um, like obviously we have had issues that we've had to work with, but I didn't, the issue was never, is he in this as much as I'm in it? Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And I love what you're saying about like, there is a per, like a perception that women will put in the rules and kind of be the bossy one and be like, you can't do this, which I am not. And I don't like doing that either. So a lot of relationships do end up ending just because my dad has this saying, and I don't know how bad it sounds, but it's called. <laughs> I'm already excited for it. I don't know. I know. I'm just like, because you know, you don't know who you're going to offend. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> the saying is that give someone enough rope um, and they'll hang themselves. So like you hope that they won't, which kind of, I feel like su- this is like a, a, a bad thing against suicide people. So I'm sorry, please don't please don't message in and be like that's a bad saying um but he would say that in relationships so like it's like exactly like uh you do what you want and it's up to you to kind of respect me or you know include me if you want but again I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell like I'm not gonna boss you or be like you can't do this you need to do this you need to treat me this way and the I guess the saying is like if you give them enough rope hopefully they'll kind of like choose to do the right thing choose to (laughs) stand by not hang themselves not kill themselves <laughs> oh my God. but it, it is because w- that was like um you know if I found that in, in dating and even the last guy was seeing the, the the thing that he would bring up with his um with his ex was that he felt you know like he would always have to he wouldn't be able to do the things he wants to do and it's like well that's not me do do them you know I'm not going to be like you need to come to my birthday on the, like if you don't want to go you don't go <laughs> 
yeah, I think there's too much pressure on women. I completely agree with what you're saying. I think that, you know, this is not a thing that just came to me. Like when I was younger, I definitely struggled with this and it was probably obsessive. And, but I think it's because of comedy where I just, it's so all over the place. You have to put in so much energy that I don't have the energy. You know what I mean? So you could show up or not show up. I will say like, hey, I really want you to come yeah. with this when it's really important. But like um, there have been weddings where I'll be like, this is a wedding that I have. Do you want to come? And he'll be like, not really. And I'll be like, cool. Or I'll be like, this is a thing I have. I really want you to make it. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I think that's, yeah, I think it's fair to be like, oh, I want you to come. But not to be like, if, like, I'm not going to be like, if you don't come, we're over, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, yeah, I definitely want the person to show up. But that's the thing as well. You want someone who's going to want to show up and want to be there and want to, yeah. you, never, you never want someone at the wedding who's like, fuck this. I hate you. You made me come to this. Yeah. I don't, yeah, that's exactly it. You want somebody who thinks you're fun. Like, yeah. If you don't want to be there, let me know. Yeah, exactly. And um, I'm definitely not fun a lot of the time. Like I've had to accept this because I'm like an anxious person and like I'll get obsessed with working or like whatever. So um, he's probably more fun than me um, in that, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I can spiral out. You know what I mean? I'll be like, ah. And then so he lightens it, which I really appreciate. And do you find like as well a bit of that saying like opposites attract? Would you feel as well that you guys have opposite things that you can kind of, um, what's that word? It begins at C. Oh, complement each other. I think we complement each other. Um, we have like opposite childhoods. Okay. Like as opposite as it could come. Um, we have different pastimes that we enjoy and then but I think we're both the kind of people that are happy to like each other's pastimes you know what I mean like I'll get excited about your shit that's cool and he'll do the same with me um but I think on a lot of we're definitely different like he hates people that litter he can't stand littering like that's his thing and he'll like yell at people that litter when they're walking down the street whereas like I'll hide because I hate (laughs) I hate littering, but I can't say anything. So, I mean, in those kind of ways where, um, like, compliment. That's not, I don't even know if that makes sense. But, I mean, there are things that he does that I don't do. We're very different in those ways. Um, we're also complimentary as, like, who does what in the house. I would say he's a much better, he's, like, a house person. He'll be like, oh, this can go there or this can go there. And I'll be like, we could just put it in a pile in the middle. You know what I mean? We're definitely other skill sets. Um, But I think on the core values, we're the same. Yeah, I think that's important. I find like I'm very positive, like overly, um, but I date a lot of negative people and it can kind of like suck the positivity out of me. And I just I always thought maybe it was like an opposite to attract. Like, why am I attracted to those people? But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes negative men are very attractive. Just yes, because they are. Like, there's just something, it's like broody and very artsy. Yes, that's true. So I just like, need to grow up. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not growing up. It's like finding one that's like um, broody, but then also can be a positive support when, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I do. I know exactly what you mean. Um, and I don't want to say this about gender. I know we're not generalizing gender anymore, but I do think that men are more, even though women get this like 
um, somehow we get labeled emotional. I do think that men are more fruity and emotional. I agree with you. Like my experience has been, and in the type of men I date is that as soon as they got a chance to open up to someone, which is usually me and quite early on, it's like (laughs) emotional diarrhea or like vomiting and, and they actually are very emotional and are very sensitive. They just don't have a place to unpack that. And it's like years of it. So I, and I think, I'm sorry, there's things that men have done to me that if a woman did, that is more the stereotype of what men say about women. Like women are, women are crazy or women do this. Like I've had men when I've said, I don't want to go. And this has happened a couple of times, even this month when I've been like, I don't want to go on a second date or a third date. And then being like, why, why, what's wrong? What did I do wrong? Whereas a woman has been taught not to do that because it seems very crazy and fits into the stereotype that of like crazy woman, if that makes sense. But I've had more men do that. So I don't, I don't know. I do think men are quite emotional as well, or maybe the ones I date. <laughs> no, I think they all are. And I think it's, well, I think that that could also be them feeling like they should be allowed to have another date. Mm. Uh, I, but I do think that men don't have, aren't facilitated younger to talk about their feelings and we have girlfriends Mm -hmm. where so I do think there's still that stereotype out there so men feel like they're not allowed to and then they get with somebody who is like tell you know and then they're like oh you know because they haven't had an outlet before yeah and look and that's hard as well and then it's like a safe space but then it's just a lot to put on a person and then when it's a lot that they're saying they're not there's no space for the other person as well. So I do. And I, a lot of my girlfriends say that, that they feel that they're like, all of a sudden they're, they do feel like a bit of a therapist or whatever, which again, it is, it is important for the men to share, but I just, I just think it's like the first time they get to talk about it. So they're just, they they don't even know what they're saying. They're just like, Oh my God, feelings. (laughs) Well, I agree. And I also think that men should get therapists. I think so too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think I should get a therapist. I think everybody should get a therapist. Everybody should have a therapist. That way you don't, you know what I mean? You have an outlet for that stuff. Yeah. Um, and so uh, do you have a therapist? Oh, I have a therapist. Oh, that's great. <laughs> See, this is why you're in a successful 14-year relationship. Yeah, I have a therapist. He has a therapist. Oh, this is great. This is great. Not the same therapist. No, not the same therapist at all. That would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like a triple and and what about like so if you don't mind me asking like how do you guys keep up this like spice in a long-term relationship like sex wise do you guys like because that's a huge fear for a lot of a lot of people embarking on a long-term relationship is how to keep that fun and exciting and I think you just do it <laughs> great <laughs> that's it just do it <laughs> you just like can't I'm at my parents' house right now. So I'm like, what? You just can't not do it. You just have to do it. Yeah. Obviously, there are times when like people are going through things where you're, I don't want anybody to think I'm saying like if you're chronically depressed or like, you know, <laughs> obviously there are. Uh, but otherwise, you're just like, just get in there. Yeah. And just get it done. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guarantee you'll feel better afterwards. <laughs> okay that's great and do you ever miss the new though you know like you know a lot of people say that they don't want to get into a serious relationship because they miss that like new of a new relationship like for me a new relationship brings more anxieties so I always think I would like a long term I like feeling secure and knowing that they like me and love me but a lot of people like that new like first kiss or the attention 
Do you ever miss that? Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, I think that's like a, that like excitement of when you just meet somebody and then, and then I always think about, I always think about, especially when you know your partner so well and you know, um, but I worked really hard not not taking on all their feelings, you know what I mean? Because that's really hard for me. But like with new people, like you don't know all of their stuff. And it's just like that excitement of not knowing. But like after that first whatever, it's right back to that person being a full human being that you know all of their stuff again. So I, you know, there's that like um, movie where that people play in their head, I think, where they're like, oh, we just need and it's like this thing, but it's like, the next scene is you knowing all of their things. So yeah, yeah. for me, I'm like, once I found this person who's so right for me, I don't, uh, that other thing isn't really real. Yeah, that's me, amazing. In my mind. I guess as well, once you meet the right person, that's going to outweigh any, you're not going to be thinking about like trying to, I guess if you're trying to think about that new and like hooking up with new people then the person you're with probably isn't the right person yeah I think if there's that if that's happening it's there's a problem that needs to be dealt with mm-hmm. um and also there's something that you do in your set that you make a joke about like things that you could get mad at but you decide to see as like cute so like um <laughs> that just made me think about like compromises and being like right I could get angry about this but I can make it something I like can you talk about that um I don't even oh I don't even know I feel like I have a few bits that I end up like if they were if somebody was like their essence that's their essence but I do think that's how I'll be like oh um like he I remember I had this like taping and in the apart or no it wasn't in the apart this is before COVID and but I get like nervous I need it and he was like looking for something and he like flipped the couch up and I was like, why would you do this when you know that I had to get out of the house? And then, so A, he's worked on like, now if he's going to like do something, he's going to, he waits until I leave because he knows that my brain can't process the chaos. But also I'll just be like, there he is ripping apart our entire apartment because he thinks he lost his keys. And I guarantee you they're just on top of the, you know, covered, you know, yeah, yeah. But I just don't make it. I think the trick is not making something about you. That's great. That's great advice. You know, I'll be like, don't do this shit till I leave the house. Or, you know, not shit, but I'll be like, don't do this till I leave the house. I have a thing today. I'm nervous. It makes, you're going to give me a rash. You know what I mean? But otherwise I'll be like, that's his thing. It's not for me to have a feeling about it. Yeah. And that's also because I don't want people, I do weird shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, when I'm in my home, I want to feel like I can do my weird shit and handle shit the way I want to handle it and ha- not have him take it personally. You know what I mean? No, so I'll, completely. Be like, I'll be like, that's his, unless it somehow affects me. And in that place was the place you got to communicate, but otherwise do, do your weird shit. Yeah. I remember I was dating this guy and he gave me the best advice ever. I was upset with a friend uh, who was like mean to me and he was like, you know you can't control her actions you can just control how you react so you can kind of like just choose to not let it bother you like that's her issue it has nothing to do with you she's probably mad about something else took it out on you and I I think of that saying now anytime something happens I'm like okay I can't control how they act I can just control how I react I am not gonna let this upset me (laughs) but it's kind of similar in your regard where you're like I can 
choose to be mad about this or choose to be like, okay, this is his thing. I don't understand it. I need to not let this become an issue. Well, in your your thing, your friend was mean to you. So I yeah, which you, is different. But I think you the have same every right still to fits. be like, I'm not putting up with that. But you can't make them not be that way. Yeah. Well, I think the saying still fits in regards to you can't change someone's behaviors I guess I guess in this situation yeah I could have been like hey you're being a bitch but also what would be the point because in that situation she would have to admit I'm a bitch but really she's just going through stuff and we're not that close yeah I was gonna say it depends on the how much you want to have that relationship something I would probably keep for like long-term relationships like because I know you know people have different levels of how anal they are and like oh even if you're living with people like I'm sure it could be easy to be like, why the fuck do they leave their towel on the door? Like my towel here. But, you know, just being like, okay, I, I can choose not to get annoyed about this. This is silly. This is just something they do. And that's their, their uh, habits. It's not that big. Like pick your arguments. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I, I also am not a person that gets bothered by that stuff. Mm. So I think it's Great. important to find somebody who is the same as you in that because I feel like if somebody picked on me, I'm messy. If somebody constantly picked at me for it, I'd be like, I can't take it. You know, this is my rule is like, this is what you came into. You got here like this. I'm not expecting you to pick up after me. I just don't want to be nagged. Yeah. I saw that. Did you see that? Um, uh, like thing that was trending on TikTok where people would leave stuff on the floors and then count the days for how long their partner or their kids. No. I found it to be like, it's one thing to do it to your kids because like you're paying their rent. But if you do that to your partner and then you're like, you left on this floor, I'd be like, I'm out of here. Like, I'm not a child. Either Me pick too. it up or don't pick it up. What is that? It's so patronizing and you don't want to ever feel uncomfortable in your own home. And like, like you said, as well, like I, I'd be a little messy so that if I had to like constantly be like like that would give me anxiety imagine being on the train and being like oh my god I left my coat on the couch I just I couldn't live with it it would it would raise any of my anxieties up a million times that's so condescending that's not even on my for you page because I think for you was like she wouldn't be able to deal deal with this on TikTok I can't even imagine it I um like obviously sometimes people get out of control and it's apartment you have to share it and then I think it's more of like a hey I've noticed that you've been like you know like our ceiling our lamps are on the ceiling like is something going on you know what I mean but it's not like a we're not our our significant other's parents yes yes and that's again coming back to the role of women or the role of expect that that someone is kind of like a a parent in it like and I know a lot of women struggle with this where they're like I'm not your mom I'm not your mother (laughs) and I'm sure men find that as well they don't want to be like you know I've had guys be like with girls in certain situations where they've had to be like you shouldn't do this to me and it's like yeah I'm not your parent like who raised you I sometimes I'm like I want to go talk to your parents yeah And and then I hate the excuse as well like I've dated some guys who'd be like um oh, I'm like this because my, my parents are shitty to each other. And I'm like, dude, my, if that was the case, I would have thrown dishes at you. Age, I like, you'd be locked in the bathroom, okay? There's no excuse for bad behavior. So it's like also just like holding yourself accountable. Like how, how oh, are people yeah. not embarrassed by their actions? I agree with you. It's like take responsibility. Yeah, our new neighbors, oh my God, they're just fighting all of the time and we can hear them, which is like really... I find that like, oh my God, if that was me, I'd be so mortified that you can hear me shouting. And like, it's, we can hear her, like she's, she was shouting today. Like, I know you text her back. And me and my roommate were like, oh my God, this is why we are single. <laughs> but yeah. Oh so. no, I would be embarrassed too. I also think that that made me think of 
like in our relationship, we each have things that we're both really sensitive about that the other person isn't sensitive about. So like my boyfriend hates fighting in public. He thinks it's, he doesn't like it. So he told me that's a thing he hates. We don't ever do it ever. You know what I mean? And then I hate, um, I don't, I want someone to take my side. You know what I mean? And then we can discuss it later if it's a thing. Yeah, so yeah. Like, we just both do those things for each other. I wouldn't have thought about fighting in public previously. Obviously, I'm not screaming on a corner, but I mean, it just would be, a, it wouldn't be a thing that crossed my mind as something, but he doesn't like, I don't do it. You know what I mean? It's a thing that's important to him. Well, this is why you two were in a successful relationship because here's what happens when people are on a, on a, in an unhealthy relationship is you'll go, or he'll go, hey, I don't like uh, fighting in public. Like, that's like the worst thing. It makes me really upset. And then you'll go out and fight with him in public because all of a sudden, you know what hurts him. You know what triggers him. And that's unfortunately what a lot of unhealthy relationships do where the person's like, I know. Like I've said to guys, I love compliments. It makes me so happy. And then they have went, I'm not going to give her compliments. And I'm like, I have said how to make me happy. And they're like, meh. So, and that's really, that's more common. I think where people... It's it's like finding a person that chooses not to press your the red button, right? Yeah, I think, and I think that's when it's finding somebody who's mentally healthy, who's worked on themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like you want to find somebody who wants to make you feel nice. Yeah, it's, life is gonna be hard. You know what I mean? If it's your partner, you're gonna have to go through a bunch of garbage together. So it's like I don't. I think that that's why it's like you could actually meet somebody, not you, anyone, one we can all meet somebody that we really love and they're just not in the right place in their life mentally because they're not ready to have this partnership and there's nothing the other person can do about it. Cause until that person does that work on themselves, it's too much work for the other person. Yeah, I completely, completely agree. We had a therapist on a clinical psychologist, sorry. And she said, uh, you know, clean your side of the street. And like what happens is that people end up cleaning one side of the street, the couple and the other street gets really dirty. But yeah, I think that's, it's such great advice finding someone who's ready and yeah, has worked on themselves. Yeah. People people don't want to work. Like a lot of people don't want to work on themselves as well. Like it's, it's really hard as well. Like even for Irish people, it's hard to be like, like we're very like lock it up, put it away in a box, don't deal with it. And then when you do get close with someone, you start to become vulnerable and then you're like, oh shit, there's like all this shit locked up that I haven't been talking about for 10 years. So yeah. it's, it's tough. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so happy you're in a successful, happy relationship. It's great to have that, that person on talking about it and talking about like how you make it work. Um, And yeah, because like even what you're saying there about like all the shit you go through in life, like the reason why I would love to be in a happy, healthy relationship is because I would love to have someone beside me to support me through that like you know I was thinking I I recently stopped seeing someone and we had this it was a really happy healthy breakup but then we had like a rendezvous where it then it was like kind of upsetting because it was like oh we're just not in the right place we can't make it work but I was like kind of upset afterwards and I was like this is why I'd love a boyfriend I'd love to be like I'd love to come home and be like hey this guy made me feel sad (laughs) yeah (laughs) can you make can you give me a hug and make me tea (laughs) right (laughs) so and I think that must be so nice to have someone that you can like because even though we do comedy and I but I can't imagine for anybody who's like nurses or like whatever job you do if you're even a receptionist there's gonna be times where someone is fucking mean to you or stressful or tired and just to come home and have someone be like oh it's okay here's here's like a cake 
<laughs> Absolutely. And, and also to someone to celebrate with. I think both are. Yes. I do think, um, oh, I just thought of something in the middle of what you were saying. Oh my God. And now it's gone. I must be losing my mind. It's okay. I spoke way too long and too fast. <laughs> no, you didn't at all. It just, you know, when you say something and then you're like, yes. And then I got so excited about the end of it that I was like, yes. Was it the part where I said I was ending it with someone and it was sad, but that I wanted a boyfriend to be like, <laughs> No, I love okay, that maybe? though. That's such a fun thing. You come home to your boyfriend and be like, Hey, this guy just hurt my feelings. <laughs> I actually texted him that afterwards because he was like, um, Our issue is that we were in a relationship, but he wouldn't want to label it that and wants all the stuff from me, but was so worried about compromising in the future and that he's just not in the right place. And that's totally fine. Um, but I texted him afterwards and I was like, this is why I want a boyfriend because you made me sad tonight. <laughs> I, I want, I want to be able to be like, Hey, um, this guy made me feel bad. Can you make me a cup of tea? But like, you know, and it, and it wasn't his fault to make me feel sad. He just is just a fucking mess right now, you know? But, um, yeah. And, what, and I can't imagine why would you want to deal with somebody who's like, I don't know if I want to compromise later. You're like, I can't. I yeah, can't yeah, yeah. Because it. Yeah, it it's funny because uh, while I, I don't know if it's a woman thing or a me thing, but what I'll do is I'll compromise loads. Like he said from the start, he doesn't know if he ever wants to have kids, he doesn't know if he ever wants to get married. And I'm like, who knows if they want that stuff. And then a couple of months later, I'm like, maybe I do. Why am I being the one? And I was going to say, we should try like a, a thing where you don't, I mean, obviously there are compromises people make, um, but maybe in the beginning, and maybe you should try a thing where you just don't compromise at all. You could be like, hey, you go do what you got to do, but I'm going to do this over here. This is what I need to do right now. Just for two months and see what happens if you start out with being like, I'm not going to compromise about this. Uh, no, you know, not in like a hardcore way, but just in like trying it from the opposite point of view way. Oh, yeah. No. And I think even when he said that stuff to me, I was like, that's a great idea. I should be doing that. Um, yeah. And I and I want to. And I even like it's so funny because it's only been we've only uh, technically probably like two or three weeks ago since we had our last rendezvous. But I had started kind of going on dates with an Irish guy afterwards. And I only had two dates and decided not for me. And it was like really good because I'm not usually like that. I usually go kind of just I'm just like eh, and I go for a few months. So but he 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 sent me like the wildest message just kind of upset about it um just because oh. he couldn't understand i do you want i'll tell you what he said i'll tell you what he said, yeah, tell um, me, tell me what he, said. he was like um God. he goes because uh, uh, i didn't respond to one of his messages we'd only had two dates and he sent me a bunch of messages when he was drunk i didn't feel like i needed to respond to it i'm like he was like can i call you i need advice and i'm not i'm not your fucking girlfriend and this is like me finally putting in those boundaries so I just yeah, good for you i know i'm so proud oh, yeah, i, I wanted it, to call I wanted to call the DJ and be like, I'm growing. <laughs> that's my, uh, that's my, ex. but so, um, he then a week later texted me and said, I don't understand. No response. Do you think I'm a creep? And I was like, no, not at all. Cause I would hate someone to think that I went, I just don't feel like I need to respond to that. It sounded like a lot of drama. It sounded like you sorted it out. <laughs> like best of luck. And he goes, okay, great. Because I'm not a creep. And so just to give a bit of preference on day two, um, it was late, it was 3, 3 a.m. And he was like, do you want to just stay over and we could have breakfast in the morning? And I go, I don't mind, but I'm not having sex with you. And he was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. We don't have to have sex. We just have breakfast in the morning. It's really late. It'd be really late for you going home. And I'm like, okay. So in the message, he goes, good. I'm glad you don't think I'm a creep. I'm obviously not a creep because you stayed in my bed and I didn't put a hand on you because you didn't want me to. So that shows I'm not a creep. And oh I'm like, well, God. firstly, I said I didn't think you're a creep. And secondly, please don't 
expect praise for not assaulting me. Are you fucking- yeah, good for you. Good for you for saying that. It's like, oh, you want a cookie for not being a, think- an assaultist? Or that's not even the right word. Uh, but yes. Oh my so, God. But you see, old me, even me a couple of months ago, would have answered that call and been there and given all the advice and would have went on a third date. So yes, what you're saying, it's so great. I'm so happy. I'm excited to be like, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. I'm going for my run on Wednesdays. <laughs> Good for you. I also often think about like if me now was me younger, the amount of things I would have just bailed on way early or just been like, oh no, this isn't okay. But it took me so long to learn how to. Yeah. Well, I think as well, someone was saying to me tonight, like when you're a person who sees the good in people, you tend to like make excuses for them and you're like, okay, I wouldn't do that. But maybe, maybe they're in a bad place. And it's like getting older and being like, actually, no, this is not the behavior I want in my life. Yeah. Oh, now I, rem- I remember exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> That's a, the, Yes to that. And the other thing I was thinking about when you said going back on lockdown, I think the trick is people can't have breakdowns on the same day. Okay. Schedule them <laughs> in. Get your calendar. Because like, when you said uh, when I come home, that's what I thought of when you came home. You said that if a receptionist came home and something bad happened to them, that's the deal. I think you have to be like, this is my bad day. <laughs> I'm having the breakdown. <laughs> yes. You need to come. I will come for you tomorrow, but today is my breakdown day. That's great. That's great advice for even not in a lockdown for just all relationships. That's amazing. Just being like, I need you because even you find that with friendships, you know, like really close friends and you know, you might go like, okay, I want to talk to my friend because this guy didn't text me back. And then you get to see her and she's like having like needs uh, to talk to you about like having a falling out with your mother. And you're like, okay, that prioritizes the text back. Let's not talk about that today. We can talk about that tomorrow. But sometimes you'll have some friends and you're like, oh, you know, it's been, um, um, it's my anniversary of my parents' debt. And then the friend's like, but John didn't text you back. And you're like, okay, just fucking, this isn't priority on the things we need (laughs) to talk about right now. Exactly. Exactly. I hope my relationship ma- advice makes sense. <laughs> no, it did. It did. And it's like, um, it's like, know, do you take care of your needs and the right person will. I think that's so important. It. Like that's my stepmom's advice to me has been the whole time is like in, even in friendships in, in, and the, her, her thing is a uh, be nice to yourself and look after yourself first and then everything and le- everything else will fall together. And I think that's kind of similar to what you're saying you do you or you kind of yeah I just obviously there's some people that you can't say that to because they were doing them so much that there was no room for the other people but I mean I feel like people like us we're both like people that worry about people and yeah yeah like for the guys I've dated they could just, <laughs> they could stop doing them a little bit <laughs> like, <laughs> like the last guy I dated um he when we ended I don't know if I've said this now on the podcast so sorry if I'm repeating myself a little bit but he was like I did really care respected you and I know he did but he goes I got you um that ice cream that time and put it in my fridge <laughs> no, 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 no. and I was like look that's lovely I really appreciate it but I'm just looking for a little more <laughs> a little more <laughs> you know so yeah anyway it was funny that ice cream that he did get me I don't eat dairy it makes me sick and <laughs> What I'm was, not laughing that it makes you sick. I'm just laughing that that was his like nice thing that he did. And you're like, I'm actually allergic. Well, the thing was, he he thought he had gotten a non-dairy one. And he was like, hey, I got you this ice cream. It's in the fridge. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. But remember, I can't eat dairy. And he goes, no, it's non-dairy. And I was like, oh, my God. And I ate like half of it. And then I read the packet. Oh, no. <laughs> it was dairy. 
<laughs> oh no. Oh, this I just thought of this one story and then I won't, but I I have I've actually gotten over this, but like I my anxiety used to be so bad that my back would go out. Okay. Um, when I was like really emotionally. And so when he and I first moved into our own apartment, not where we were, I was having like work problems and then there were other things happening and I was walking out the door and my back went out. And like, so what happened, this, my legs just sort of like spasm. And then I can't get, I couldn't get up off the floor. This happened to me in college too, for like 24 hours. And it was really bad. And so like, I couldn't get to the bathroom and this is, you know, in the beginning of within the first year, you know what I mean? And I was like laying on the ground and I was like crying and I was like, I have to pee. And then he looked at me and very seriously, he goes, just pee on the floor. I'm going to have to clean up after you when you're old anyway. So you might as well. And, and like, he totally meant it. And did you pee I on felt, the floor? I did not. I was still, not, I would rather fucking kill myself, but he totally meant it. It made me feel, you know, like I didn't have to hide how bad I felt or, you know what I mean? That's sort of like, mm -hmm. I was so embarrassed to be like, you know what I mean? And he really meant it. He's like, just piss on the floor. Worst things are going to happen. And then I shoulder crawled to the bathroom. But like, I don't know, that, that was like one of the, I don't know why I just remembered that, but that was one of the moments I felt the most you know, I feel like there's something horrible about admitting that you want to feel taken care of because like I can take care of myself, but like I also want to take care of somebody else. I, I know that he likes to feel taken care of. Like we take care of each other. And in that moment, I felt taken care of. No, I think that's amazing because that's something that my dad would say to me as well, that if you're picking a long-term partner, is it like, is it someone that if you, if something happens, you know that they can be there for you and support you and like a lot of times couples long term the benefits of having someone like either of you could get sick either of you you know could something like my dad when he got his hip operation this year you know like a lot of the workload was put on my stepmom and she had to help him but like that's great for him that he has someone if that happens and just knowing that that person can and so like when that happened with your partner it was like okay he's got my back through <laughs> the rough times because yeah. there will be there could be even like yeah anything even something as basic as for couples who decide to have kids like that's so traumatic on a woman's body so knowing oh, that yeah. a man can kind of or anything could happen to the man like he could you could be in a in a you could lose a leg and you know yeah. knowing that someone will like be there and support you it's the best not like it's awful if those things happen, but the best thing for uh, the best reason to have a relationship, a long-term relationship is knowing that someone will be there for you. Yeah. If they're not going to wipe up your pee, then yeah. don't put the work in. I <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I'll do it for my partner if I really love them in the long run, but your partner offering to clean up weed, that's you. That's like the biggest, right. that's the right. biggest declaration of love because I'm telling you, I'd have to really, really fucking love someone to offer to clean up their, I mean, even the smell of pee makes me, even thinking about it makes oh. me gag. Oh, it's really rough. <laughs> it was amazing. I'm only a year in. He's like, I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> This is great. You have to go soon anyway. So we should wait. Let's end it on just like wrapping up about your book. Um, is oh, there anything more you, you want to tell people about like to, to put and it's on Amazon, right? It's on Amazon. If you have Kindle, um, it's free. Wow. And then if you don't have a Kindle, you don't have to have a Kindle. Um, you can download it onto your, you can buy it for $4.99, $4.99 and download it onto your computer or phone. 
and I'm learning how to make it a book. Like it's all different formatting. I'm learning all of this. You know what I mean? So it's not a, it's not a hardcover book yet, but if you have Kindle, it's, it's free for Kindle unlimited. And if you don't have Kindle, you can download it onto your phone, iPad or computer. Um, and you know, I really appreciate the people that have downloaded it and put up reviews because it helps me to like, you know, it's the first time I've ever written a book. It's like a happy holiday romance. It's for, you know, it's a Christmas story. Yeah. And I'll put the link in the description for people. So just go, but yeah, go read it. For fact, like, you know, I always find like I spend, I want to read a book and then I spend so much time trying to think of what book to read, trying to think of what to choose. So this is brilliant. Like now there's your Christmas choice. Click on the link. <laughs> and it's a quick, it's a quick read. It's not like, you know, a Tolstoy. It's, it's uh, you're in, you're in, you're out the next day. It's <laughs> great. That's perfect. And it's nice. I like, I, I do like, um, so when you were saying Hallmark movies, but it's kind of, you're talking about like fun Christmas romance type of, I've watched all of them on Netflix. So that's the same. Oh, right? it's like, it's like Christmas inheritance kind of a tone. Did you, this is my favorite. No, Christmas inheritance and the advent calendar, I think are my two favorites. Okay. I haven't seen those. I'll have to watch those. Oh my God. Get on that right away. And there was one about a ghost in an inn that I, Christmas ghost or, did you watch that one? No. Which ones are you watching? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever's on Netflix. Whatever rom. What did I? I did watch a Christmas rom com recently on Netflix. That was really bad, though. It was like it's a new one. It's top ten in Netflix. Um, and usually I love all those, so I was surprised. I thought it was a joke about how bad it was. I thought it was going to turn out that it was like a a mock comedy, and then at the end it wasn't. And I was like, oh. Just watch this one. Because the writing was so bad, I thought, no, it couldn't be. It couldn't be. I've seen some of those and I'm like, why can't somebody pick up my book to be a movie? I've seen some of these are crazy. They they will. They'll pick it up to be a movie and everybody who listens to this podcast will have read it and be like, oh my God. And then they're going to be like, hey, hey, that's not how I pictured it in the book. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. And what's your Instagram so people can follow you and your Twitter or whatever you use? It's at... Leah Bonema, L-E-A-H-B-O-N-N-E-M-A. Okay, thank you so much. This will come out next Tuesday. Um, it'll be up early uh, on the Patreon, but then on every podcast app, it'll be on Tuesday. So I'm very Perfect. excited. Okay, I you're the best. Thanks so much for listening. Please follow Leah. And yeah, if you want to sign up to the Patreon, that'd be great. Do solo episodes every week Um, if you're not sick of listening to me. And um, we also uh, put up like extra stuff there as well. I don't know who we is because it's just me. I don't know why I said we. But yeah, it's uh, the Patreon forward slash The Shift Podcast. Uh, next week's app with Kyla Cobbler and Andy Flory will be up there a week early. And the video will be up there. And the video of Leah's up, uh, app is up there as well. And yeah, if you could please share, rate, review. Thank you so much. I would love that. And if you have any topics you want discussed or any guests you'd like on, you know, the usual. And yeah, have a lovely week. Love you. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.